What is up? Coach Rudder here. You are tuned to the Coach's Corner Podcast. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that more than you will ever know. On this podcast, we'll talk about things that I've gone through in my real life, my 15 years in the Army, my 15 years as a juvenile corrections officer, as well as my time as a high school and semi-pro football coach. While some of the things have occurred to me, some of them have not and has been advice and stories that I've listened to from those people. We're going to talk about something that is really going to be hitting home here fairly quickly, and that is stress from this election. If you have any form of social media, you know right now that the political stuff going on on social media is at an all-time high. Friends who've been friends for decades are now talking about, you know, if you're voting for so-and-so, I'm going to block you and unfollow me and unfriend me. All of this nonsense. There was a, a um, survey done by the American Psychological Association um, that said that um, 70% of the people that took this says that the election is a singular significant source of all of the stress in their world. Think about that. Of everything that could go wrong in their world, their jobs, their house, cars, family health, the election of someone into office is the highest form of stress in their life. The survey found that a majority... 77% are worried about the country's future. And of that, 71% say that this is the lowest point in the nation's history that they can ever remember. Now, I find that hard to believe, especially when, you know, some of these people uh, that are alive still can remember things like Vietnam, Korea, you know, all of these wars that we've had before, uh, the civil rights movement, Um, with Dr. King, things of that nature. So to say this is the lowest point in the nation's history is shocking. But some of the things uh, that they mentioned in the survey are panic attacks uh, as Election Day are approaching uh, the social isolation because of the coronavirus has had a tremendous impact. And when you're isolated from everybody, you start dwelling on things that bother you. And it has this compounding effect of, you know, things that bother you on top of things that you can do literally nothing about. And part of the problem is um, politics are so divisive to start with. You got Democrats and Republicans always bickering with each other. And you got independents on the outside that don't really have a solid footing in politics. And everyone seems so stuck in the, the side that they're going to vote. And everyone is just shut down. They don't listen to anyone. And they're uninterested in having crucial conversations and, in essence, crucial uh, confrontations with each other to the point where it's really disheartening that people can't have civil discourse about anything. Um and I'll even caveat that with this, Um, it's even more divisive when race is thrown, um, when gender equality is thrown in, uh, social media, social media blocking of censorship of, I should say, of speech. And we're not talking hate speech. 
that should be blocked all the time. We're talking just free speech, talking about things. And I've seen issues arise where people who are actually experts in subject matter are being censored by social media as, uh, you know, being fact-checked and being considered not factual. Um, there, you know, in reading this survey, they're talking about things like um, people screaming in the parking lots at each other, threatening each other, violence across the nation. Um, you know, we're talking about people who are fighting, in essence, for someone no matter what side of the parties you're on, that doesn't care about you. The one person in Washington, D.C., he don't care about you. The political parties, they don't care about you. We should be concerned with one race, and that is the human race together. A couple of the things that uh, you know came out of this is that everyone thinks they're right. No one is willing to admit that there could be some fallacies in the things that they think. And people have um, no tools, really, uh, intellectual tools for resolving anything and have the inability to sit down and talk about things in a civil manner. So in, in reading that, I kind of came up with some ideas and I wanted to kind of share them with you. There are a couple ways that you could cope with the stress of this election. First of all, you have got to be mentally prepared for results and the delayed results. You know from the back and forth that one side is not going to concede to the other. You know that there's going to be a lot of mail-in ballots and there's going to be a lot of uncertainty in the moment. People talking about not leaving the White House. People talking about collusion from all these different government entities. You have got to be mentally prepared that this could take weeks to sort out. You've got to double down in your own personal life on stress-reducing habits. Eat healthy, working out, sleep, staying active, going on the walks. Maintain the social connections, and I'm not talking social media connections. I'm talking the real-life people in your world. You have got to maintain those connections. Otherwise, you will be um, more prone to sit there idle in the social distancing and just dwell on your thoughts. You have to replace the scrolling with your thumb with something a little better. Uh, my wife is one of those people that does not like to read the news because it's so inundating with um, legitimately, depending on what news you read or watch, untruth from both sides. You have to unplug from the news and your phones and your computers. You have to get out into the real world and connect with the people. It's interesting. Um, this week I've decided that I'm going to be doing a little less on my phone and try to cut down on my screen time. And part of that is scrolling through the socials and really uh, avoiding political commentary when I am in you know, the social media platforms. The last thing you need to do 
is look for signs of hope. These signs of hope are going to be from within your friend circle. Don't look to the media. Don't look to the politicians like, oh my gosh, so-and-so did this. And I really get a warm feeling about that. Again, the politicians do not care about you. They don't care what you think. They don't care about anything. They just want to carry on what they want to do with their own personal agendas. And if you need any witness to that, you can look about the last, I don't know, couple hundred years of politicians getting into office by lying to people. And once they get in there, they forget everything they've ever said they were going to do. Look to the people that are closest to you. Look to the people that you have that are mentors in your life that mean something to you that have value in your world. And those are the people that are going to give you the signs of hope that you're going to need in this time. And remember, at the end of the day, no matter who wins, we're still all in this together. And we have to be in this together. All right, that's a short one for today. I hope to hear from you guys through whatever way you heard this by giving it a review, thumbs up if you liked it, five stars, four stars, whatever it is that you feel. And I'll be back again soon. Thanks.